0: You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. With Bongani Bingwa. Email him. On bongani at 702.co.za. Well, tell you what, in less than 24 hours, the ANC's national conference will be well underway. How is it all going to play itself out? And with the various core challenges not going the national leadership's way, how is the situation looking for the conference? Of course, we're joined now on the line by political analyst, Ralph Mateja. Ralph, good afternoon to you and thank you for your time.
1: Good afternoon, Bungani, and good afternoon to listeners. Thanks for inviting
0: me. i tell you what, I'm choking with excitement, Ralph. I'm choking with excitement. <laughs> <coughs>
1: You like going <clears> to <throat> court don't you? Don't you like observing court hearings and so forth? That oh, I tell you. exciting you.
0: I tell <laughs> you. So with hours to go then before the start of the 54th conference at Nazarek tomorrow, as you've seen today, <clears throat> several court actions have reversed the results of a number of processes. What does this all mean for the legitimacy of the gathering? And also, I suppose... I mean, one, One of the questions we have to ask you is how likely are the losers to use these as grounds to not accept the decisions of the conference as a whole?
1: I mean, Bongani, if you look at what has happened, if you look at the state of things within uh, the ANC, the processes leading to this uh, uh, conference, and as you correctly stated, uh, uh, a, a litany, a multitude, a floodgate of uh, court challenges. Some have been successful, some have uh, have failed. And I think that actually where the ANC is, it's going to be very difficult for the ANC uh, elective conference to uh, veer away from any legal challenge. I mean, I've said this before, Bongano when we spoke, that uh, actually there is sufficient material from the processes leading to this elective conference those material can be used to actually interdict this conference i mean you want to have a conference at the anc based on processes that are free and fair where you're going to have delegations from a uh, uh, good standing um, branches and i'm afraid you, you really can't say majority of the branches you can't say that uh Most of the branches were in such a situation where you could have a free and fair elections, and I think that it will be very difficult for some within the ANC to avoid interdicting that. It is such an attractive avenue that i find it very difficult that members of the nc will restrain themselves and but, allow this conference to go ahead
0: but ralph it's not the first conference where there've been challenges we saw this kind of thing even in mangawong perhaps uh, at this this time round uh, there are few uh, there a lot more people contesting uh, processes before the, the before the conference but it's not the first time we're seeing this
1: Indeed, it is not the first time we have seen this. I have carefully observed Manga'uung. I remember very well that uh, a very interesting uh, case regarding Manga'uung was the free state as well that was in trouble by then. But I think that one thing that is very clear about this conference is that ANC members have realized that uh, it is actually doable. I think Manga'uung was maybe a trial run for how to actually contest internal processes of the ANC. At some point in Mangawung, you could actually accuse people of being an ANC when they go to court. You can no longer do that this day because uh, the internal processes of the ANC have got no legitimacy. They are being contested left and right. You can no longer invoke the spirit of the ANC, of, uh, you can't say to people that they are being an ANC when they go to court. So this has actually uh, evolved from Mangaung, and I think that the process, or maybe the maneuver of going to court, it is being perfected where it is available to either faction when they want to yeah. dispute uh, processes
0: well, so with so many processes being reversed by the courts, what is the likelihood of a collapse of conference? Or is that simply too ghastly to contemplate?
1: It is not, too, it is not too far-fetched that the conference actually could collapse because the material is there for anyone who wants to actually collapse a conference. And Bongani, I'm going to say this with uh, all due respect, that you actually don't need a brilliant lawyer. To collapse the nc conference the material is just there you just have to refer to some of the things that were said by the court ruling regarding the regional conferences regarding some of the provincial conferences so it is out there it is just something that someone will either try the only thing that i think might be a little bit difficult would be if people want to collapse it on the basis of urgency that is not clear but certainly i think There is sufficient ground for people to actually make a case to say that the the result of this conference cannot be or should not be held as free and fair, given the fact that the processes leading to this have been largely or maybe to a greater extent compromised.
0: Could the NEC see the writing on the wall and play for time, for example, if the credentials process appears to be chaotic?
1: The credentials are going to be uh, chaotic. I can actually stick my neck out to say that uh, a lot of dispute regarding the credentials from the branches and the regions have been resolved by way of kicking the can down the road. And you kick the can down the road, someone has to pick it up at the elective conference and clear up the mess. And I think that it is going to bottle up to the elective conference there is such dispute with these credentials that uh, if they manage to resolve the credentials and to the satisfaction of both the factions within the NCU, whatever, you have two factions or three factions. If they can actually achieve that, I think there is nothing stopping them from going far. That is a serious hurdle. If they can defeat the problem of the credentials. They can then have a conference that whose result would be acceptable generally.
0: From a policy point of view, because we make much of the possible, or not the possible, we make much of the elections process, uh, but from a policy point of view, how far has the party gone to achieve its Mangawung resolutions?
1: I think that a lot of time ANC members uh, have failed to realize that the greatest inhibition or maybe the greatest hindrance to their policies are their own capacity, how they manage the state institution, the extent to which their management and their governance within the state institution have actually diminished the capacity of state institutions. So I really... uh, Bongani, to be honest with you, I don't think as South Africans we are at that level of policy. I think that we want to talk about policy, no doubt. Each and every nation wants to have an abstract discussion about policy. For me, it is a question of the basics. I don't think that the basics have been dealt with. The question of state capacity, uh, 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 the ability to deal with the diminishing ability, maybe of the state, to make policy of the administration, to make policy and have that policy being adhered. Whatever policy it is, let it be at least implemented smoothly without any rapid change. We have not seen that. There's been a rapid change of policy. So it, it, it's all about the basics for me. It's about capacity. I don't think they'll be able to attend to the uh, practicality of policy. There will be a lot of rhetoric, I think, but I don't think it will talk to the practicality of policy.
0: Well, there have been def- desperate attempts, for example, for them to own their narrative. Uh, what do you make of Natim Tetwa? Going really as far back as uh, Mogoro Goro to distance uh, the party from the likes of Bal Pottinger, saying concepts and terms like white monopoly capital have been with the party for as long as that.
1: I think that it is just a sophisticated denial. It is a dignified denial. It is the best way to deny the situation that the ANC find itself in. You don't have to invoke the history of the ANC. You don't have to invoke O.R. Tambo. The problems of the ANC are quite basic. They can recite through the eye of the needle as many times as the party wants to. But the problems are actually basic. The problem is that the party drops the ball when in government. The people who are being deployed to government within the ANC do not not necessarily live up to the mandate that they've been given to them by the NC there is a growing disjunction between employees of the party in government and what is, uh, and also uh, 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 members of the party generally, you need to close that wedge. That is what you have to deal with. For me, you don't have to go back. The ANC need to understand as well that uh, it is confronted with a genuine problem. You know, only face, failing to deal with it, but the genuine problem is that how does the ANC transform itself to be a party that will lead a modern market Society, not a Stalinist society, for
0: that matter. Any last minute deal possible?
1: So far, it is highly unlikely. I think they're too far from each other. It will take a great deal of introspection and humility for members, especially the front runners, to carve out a deal out of this. I wish they could do that. I want to be wrong on this, uh, 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 Bongani, but I think that. are drifting too far from each other. Their interests are becoming framed in a zero-sum manner.
0: Zizi Godwe, the national spokesperson, told my colleague Stephen Curtis this morning that the new leadership could be announced by as early as Sunday morning. Is that overly optimistic?
1: well if they can be able to convince members to accept the result that is uh, actually that would be actually not too far from what they can achieve that's not too optimistic but the reality bongani is that uh, as we speak you see these court challenges coming out as we speak, I can actually maybe say and I'm speculating here, Bonga, and I'm being very honest with you, that maybe the lawyers are preparing papers based on different scenarios, on the scenario of credentials, on the scenario of the processes going ahead after the credentials, on the scenario based on some of the problems being seen at the provinces and regional conference. There are just too many enticing scenarios for members of ANC to actually reconcile and get an acceptable leader by Sunday. It will be a great thing. I mean, this is one area where I'll be more than glad to be wrong, Bongani.
0: Alright, Rolf Mateja, political analyst on the line in Johannesburg. So, it's going to be a fascinating weekend, no doubt. I keep listening to 702 for our rolling coverage. We'll all be there at NASREC and we'll be bringing it to you live as it unfolds. I will be there. Stephen Curtis will be there. Karima Brown will be there. Tibis Makaisa will be there. You will not miss a thing because we will let you know exactly what happens
1: as it happens